Let's have a beautiful example of what it means to be deeply embodied into your values and running your business. You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate, and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear, and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice, and real-life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to creating extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Get Unstuck podcast. I'm your host, Laura Husson. And if you're a regular around here, you might be thinking, wait, what? This is a bonus episode. I could not wait to get this interview. Her interview always feels a little bit stiff and formal. This conversation into your hands. So I have just had the most gorgeous chat with the one and only Karen Gillen. And we have linked up to her Instagram bio in the show notes. You can go and click and get to know Karen. Karen is creating something that is so grounded, so rooted in values and just feels really safe and secure. And I can't wait for you to get a flavor of Karen. If you don't already know her, you're going to be really glad that I've introduced her to you. So as I always request when we're doing an interview, we love to know that you're listening. So please, please, please feel free to screenshot this episode, tag us both in your Instagram stories. So, and I am totally Laura, so that we can thank you for listening and we can share your story too. And I can't wait to hear what you think about this. We are diving in to a brand new round of the Get Unstuck sessions on Monday, the 8th of March, 2021. So if you are not already registered, what are you waiting for while you listen to this? Type in quick as you can www.thegetunstucksessions.com and register for your spot because this is where Karen's journey with my work started. And as you will hear throughout this episode, it has been just such a gorgeous, gorgeous experience to see what's unfolded for her and how this has really helped her sink deeper into the beautiful work that she was already doing in the world. So I definitely can't wait to see you inside the Get Unstuck sessions. Karen will be there too. So we are ready to welcome you and I will see you on the other side. Welcome, Karen, to the Get Unstuck podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. I'm delighted. We were just saying just before I hit record how I love doing anything that's past 4 p.m. because it's like a get out of bedtime, get out of dinner time, get out of teeth brushing time, free card right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like 5.40 p.m. for me. So this is perfect. So hopefully this this might be three hours long. I hope you have time in your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got two, two hours. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm really, really glad to have this conversation and I'd love to open up by just asking you to introduce yourself to anybody listening in this current iteration of who you be in the world. 
It's good we say current iteration because it changes quickly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm Karin Gillen, and actually today I'm releasing rebranding, so it's changed again. Um, But primarily, I help people do the work of becoming business owners and leaders in that way. So from practitioners to actual owners and have fun while they do it. Mm, I love that. That's so gorgeous. We've just been talking in my communities about the difference between practitioner, facilitator, and all the rest of it, which I know you've been part of that conversation. So this is extra juicy. I can't Mm -hmm. wait to get into the nitty gritty of this. So I know that, was it, surely it wasn't, it was only October that we first met, right? That's, That's when you first met me. But oh, okay. <laughs> months and months before that, uh, someone had shared your Get Unstuck sessions with me and I hopped in and everything in me was like, nope, out of here. And so I left oh. and then somebody shared your stuff again. And I was like, all right, I remember that. And I went in and I was like, love it. I'm staying. <laughs> How funny. This is so funny. I yeah. did not know this. So, wow. So what happened the first time? What was it that made you... An open book here, like you can say anything. I'm like really keen to know. Like, what was it the first time that was like, no? Well, I'm, um, so I'm a projector and I just have really clear yes, no. Mm. (laughs) And I don't even really know. It was just like, I was listening to something. I was like, nope, not for me. Gotta go. Like, I was also (laughs) a lot busier then. I have created a lot more space in my calendar. Mm. And I was looking, I think also looking for new teachers, new voices, um, really want to diversify where I'm learning things. And mm. so it just fit for, for whatever yeah. reason. Well, it's perfect. And I love it. Mm. Oh my goodness. This is the best. And it's funny because I know that today we've had a few conversations with people in our community who've been like, yes, I want to do it. And then they're like, no, it's not the right time. And back and forth. So I love that you've had that experience of being like, nope, and maybe Mm -hmm. later. And that's perfect. Everything in the right time. (laughs) Yeah. So I would love you to paint a little bit of the picture of what your background was before you came into the Get Unstuck sessions, because very often when people are coming on the podcast, they're talking about coming from one thing, coming through the Get Unstuck sessions, maybe the shift sessions, and then like completely coming out doing something different. Mm -hmm. And this is a slightly different story. Story makes it sound like it's made up, but it's a slightly (laughs) different version of that. So can you paint a bit of the picture of that, of like who you were and what you were doing and what your background was before the Get Unstuck sessions? Yeah. So I've been in business for myself for three years now, but I've been in business in general for 12 years next month. Oh, yeah. And I was a therapist prior to that. So I was a you know, undergrad, I did recreation and programming. So creating like experiences for people. And then it was therapy, did therapy. And it was like, this is not right. This is not, not what I'm here for. This is not what my people are here for. And then um, I did a training with Coaches Training Institute 11 years ago, mm. certified with them. Then six years ago, I trained with the Life Coach School, certified with them. So like every five years or so, I like to do a big learning experience and move my skills forward in some way or another. Yeah. So I have a ton of experience coaching and holding space yeah. and being a practitioner of these kinds of things. So yeah. when I came in, it's really just a time in my business because I've created a level of success where I get to explore and 
you know, be creative and have fun, which is what I love to do. So it's really just like, what sounds like fun? And I've had the experience in my business all along the way where when I show up somewhere wholeheartedly, which is one of my top business values, then everything worked. Like I meet the people I need to meet and I like end up getting clients from it. It's not why I show up, but it's like, it just keeps happening. So yeah. I'm like, well, if I can be yes. somewhere and wholeheartedly come in and be a part of the community, then I always want to do that. It's like this awesome opportunity for me for growth and for connection. Yes. Oh my goodness. I feel so the same. I'm like that. I'm like, I get so frustrated when I sign up for something because, and I do this a lot. So that I'm not so clear as you, it doesn't sound like sometimes I will overcommit as Mary will attest to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I overcommit to things and then not so bad lately. And then I'll be like only semi showing up somewhere. And I find it really frustrating because I like to be fully all in with people. And Mm -hmm. so I totally resonate with that. And so in the fact that you already had things set up and the wheels in motion everywhere you just described, was there something specific that you were looking for or it was just like right place, right time? No, I think the specific thing I was looking for was I knew that I was on the verge of something and I knew I was having trouble getting to it. Right. So I don't, you, and this is historically the truth. I don't get to things on my own by myself. And I don't know if any of us do, (laughs) but I think we think we do, but I have to have outside information. I have to take in new information and be around people who see me because I have a hard time seeing myself and like what I'm here to do. And so whenever I can get outside of myself and for me, the idea of using the subconscious as an opportunity for me to be outside of me with me is Mm. I think really fun. Yes. Oh my gosh. And it is so much fun. This is why I get so excited. This like, I feel like I'm in the season of coming into all of that now because we're right on the brink of the get unstuck sessions and then into the shift sessions. And it just, oh, it's the most magical experience. Watch it, meeting people. Like Mm -hmm. when I met you back in October and you were coming through. And I remember that I think it was our mutual friend, Sarah, who brought Mm -hmm. you in that time. And I remember her telling me like, oh, you're just gonna love Karen. And I was like, I believe you. (laughs) I really do. And yeah, just like watching you, watching your journey, watching the realizations, watching things shift and change, because I never know. Like when somebody tells me, I never know what the shift or change is going to be or what they need. I can't diagnose Mm -hmm. people. All I know is that when somebody knows they're on the brink of something, that it's a great like process and system to go through. So yes, I love it. So can you distinguish between, um, because I find it hard. Can you distinguish between what happened in the get unstuck sessions first? Is it just feel like one long journey? Yeah. I'm, I was trying yeah. to remember this morning. I was like, uh, no, I have no memories yeah. of these events. <laughs> it was all just a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. And I feel like what I know, and so for people who are listening who won't know what this is and haven't been through it, so they don't get the blur, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is in the in the Get Unstuck sessions, I spend a lot of time detailing how the subconscious works and why it does what it does and, and how when we feel like we're on the brink of something but we can't quite see it, we can't quite bring it into vision, 
that it's not our fault. It's not that we're doing anything. And when people say things like, get out of your own way, it's not that you're doing anything intentionally. It's just that you need some help, like you say, broadening our perspective and all of those pieces. Mm -hmm. So when you, so when we came through the Get Unstuck sessions, I can't remember the order of things now. There's at some point, there's an invitation for people to come onto the deeper journey of the shift sessions. Mm -hmm. Was that a like, was there any back and forth for you or you just knew that you were going? Yeah, I'm remembering some of my experience. So I remember it was a lot of learning in the Get Unstuck and that was great. But I was like, can we just get to the, can we just get there already? (laughs) And so for me, I was one of the people who just, when you said it's for sale now and the first X number of people get this thing, I just put my credit card in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love those days when we're just like, yes, let's talk about it. And people are like, can I just do the thing already? Mm -hmm. It's so amazing to have that kind of experience in place. Okay. So we went went through the shift sessions through um, October, November, beginning of December. Yes. We finished beginning of December. So what are your things that you can notice that are different as I like before and after, what would you describe? Or is there anything you can pinpoint or is it subtle? I think what's funny is like, I kept thinking, oh, that was the shift. And then I had like the big shift that woke me up in the middle of the night and was just like, whoosh, everything's different. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh no, no. Those other things were just like mile markers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the warm up. So in terms of what's different, I think my shifts in particular were here to create more freedom for me. And so that means I get to be louder. I get to be bigger. I get to be, which is exactly what I came for now that I say that out loud. Um, (laughs) It's just all about kind of being out there in who you are more. That's what it's been about for me. Yeah. And if you, I do remember you saying that actually when you started that that's what I want. So do you know, or do you remember, and it's, it sounds funny when I ask you that, because I know that lots of people, when I ask them about the before, they're like, I can't even remember like the before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you know, if you knew that that's what you wanted to do, do you know why that wasn't happening? I hadn't identified it. And I think the thing that I would want to highlight for everybody else is when we're in that place of like, I know something's like something's on the verge or something on the other side, that that's actually not a very comfortable place to be. Because I think when we come into this, it's like, oh, I'm going to go do this really fun program. (laughs) I'm going to have fun with with all these gals. Like, no, it's like I'm having trouble getting where I'm going and it's starting to get frustrating. And I think we can shift faster than that, but we don't always. And there's nothing wrong with us for, for being in the waiting and for deciding to come in when it's right and do, it's a little uncomfortable. Like we all want to be like, oh, masters of our lives and all that stuff, but we're not all the time and nobody does it alone. Yes. And I think I was saying this the other day, I think I was saying it on Emily's interview, which goes right before this one, that one of the things that I'm keeping on hearing myself say at the moment, which I don't think I've articulated clearly before, is that people believe it takes a long time to change, to make change. And what I'm recognizing is that the change itself can be instant, literally in a flash. It's the journey to make the decision for the change that takes the long time. And so one of the people that I'm working with who's supporting me in um, the next level of what this all looks like has asked me to map out what the process is. And I'm like, ooh, 
the process. Like, ooh, <laughs> okay, let me just take some time to think about that. Or in other words, put it off until I really have to do it. Until I can't not do um, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's really recognizing that what we're doing is creating space for people to make the decision, to give themselves permission to make the decision mm-hmm. to change now. Yep. Does that feel familiar to you? Mm-hmm. I had a client say it really interestingly a couple of weeks ago too. He was like, I, I calculated that when I go out and hike and I love hiking and, and climbing mountains, I'm at the top for 3% of the entire experience. And that feels like that's the change. Like we do everything for this one little flip switch. It's 3%. It's like we have to, the other 97% is going to feel different and look different. And like, that's all a part of it. Yes. And that, you know, I know that in the shift sessions, one of the things I'm always telling people is like, you know, your, your shift is in the mail, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. not like, oh, we do the work and it's shift like on the spot which might sound a little contradictory to me saying it's instant because although you, it's not ever about how, people think that when they hear me talk about the how to do it, that they're going to shift instantly in there. It's about mm-hmm. still hearing it, understanding it consciously, taking that into your body, doing the work with the subconscious tools, and then deciding and committing that the change gets to happen now just because it does, not because you've done any specific thing or ticked the box mm-hmm. of the order of the things. And when you mentioned that piece where you like, like, it, did you say it woke you up in the night? I know you said it happened in the night. Mm-hmm. I had done one of yeah. the like audios the day before that I hadn't done in a long time. And I just do them kind of intuitively. And then that night yes. I woke up at like three in the morning. Right. So, and that by the sounds of things was, was after the shift sessions had finished, right? Yeah. That was at least three, maybe six weeks after. I don't know. Yes. Time is weird this year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. There's no time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when I, when I hear that it's March next week, I'm like, wait, what? It was literally just March. Like, aren't we still in March? I feel like that's where we are. Um, we all have a trauma response to March now. <laughs> yeah, I really do. It's like March. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that is so perfect to hear because I think, when we tell people or when I tell people, it's just because it hasn't happened right now. You know, everybody has them at different different times, different places, different things. There's a different switch that is flicked for everybody. So when I, I know that sometimes when we get to the end and people are like, but I haven't had it yet. And there's like this, oh, what if I can't do it on my own feeling? I know that it's coming. And so How did that feel when you were like, however many, three, six, whatever weeks afterwards, and you had that? Did you know what was happening? What, like, what happened then? Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, I woke up and it really did feel like that whoosh event, like energy. And Mm. I just laid back down and I went, I kind of like went back through all these areas in my life and, um, kind of disentangled myself from the thing that had happened. Mm -hmm. Like all these different, I remember it like just seeing all this stuff in my mind kind of disintegrating in the good way. And then um, eventually I fell asleep, but it, you know, I was in there watching the mind movie for a while and then I woke up and I was like, okay, everything is different now. (laughs) And 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 then what happened? And then I just sort of like, I went about my business and didn't really get anybody else on board because it didn't seem relevant anymore because I was done with it. Mm. And mm. Um, 
a few weeks later, my team asked me about something and I was like, oh, did I forget to tell you? Yeah, that doesn't matter anymore. We've moved on. (laughs) And they're like, yay, that was the one thing that felt kind of yucky in your business. I'm so glad to hear. Like, I was like, that's so interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you're you've just, you said you've got new branding coming out today. Did you say? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And yeah. <laughs> happy new branding day. That was actually one of the shifts. I woke up at 630 in the morning and I shot out of bed and messaged my designer brand woman. And I said, do you do rebrands? Because I don't fit anymore. I can't fit in this anymore. That was mm. one of the kind of steps along the way. Yes. And so how how are things now? Because that was a couple of months ago, I guess. So how do things, what does it look like now as a result of that? I have more free space and I'm okay with it Mm. more than I ever have been. Mm. I am lowering my prices and it's so delightful. I guess it helped me do for me what I do for other people. And that's, Mm. I think the hardest thing for us to go and do is like, how can I get this thing that I'm always working on and stay on my own journey with it? And for me, that's what it's been. So I mean, I haven't told everyone in my mastermind yet that next time it'll be cheaper, but maybe they'll listen to it here. <laughs> cool. You're welcome, everybody. Yes, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, and I don't say that to be like, I'm like devaluing anything. It's just yeah, because I stand for, like I said, wholeheartedness and community and fun and where I am in my business and how I want to roll and what I want my life to look like, I'm able to make some changes. And I'm doing that with no question. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I There's so many places I want. There's so many things I want to ask you now off the back of this, largely due to some of the conversations I've been having today around just the coaching space as a whole and mm-hmm. where it's going, where it's been, where we are now, mm-hmm. what happens next time. And it's so funny that everybody's always talking about the price increase. And I was literally just, you know, we were, when we're talking about the shift sessions, I everybody in my team is like, what's happening with the price on the shift sessions? Is it going up? And I'm like, no, it's not. And like in the back of my mind, I was thinking, is it coming down? Like, you know, is that, and I was like, that's not how it works. You know, immediately right. it's like, that's not how it works. What so will thank people you. think? Yes. Yeah. Um, just to be clear for this time, it's not coming down, but it was there, you know, the, the piece was there of like, oh, well, not everything is set in stone, all these rules that we're following. And mm-hmm. I know I've been speaking to inside my groups about this like subliminal compliance that I'm awake to right now. And I feel it just feels so refreshing to be able to recognize what our values are, stand in them and run our businesses from that place with no yucky feelings, mm-hmm. you know, no like, oh, is it okay? Do I need permission from someone or something along right. those lines? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What is your stance what is your the stance isn't the right word does that sounds feels like tell me your like mission statement but what is your (laughs) like what are your thoughts and feelings around um everything that we've been talking about around the coaching space and what do you see that change could look like I mean the thing that I've been saying for a long time is that a certification is just somebody's business offering that you are buying Just like you can buy masterminds from me, you can buy certification from X school. Yep. I trained with the ICF certified whatever place 
12 years ago, I never sought ICF credentialing. Yeah. I was a therapist. I never went for licensure. I got out before I even could, but I didn't have any plans on doing that. And I think the latest episode that Trudy LeBron did that you and I both shared in our stories says it really well. It's like, we don't need more things to distance people from good work. What we need is more good people doing work without distancing themselves from their greatness. Like this shift sessions, that's one way you can do that is how can I be more me out there to help people? Because there are Mm. always going to be people who harm Yeah, But I firmly believe and operate that business is a healing modality and Mm -hmm. we can all choose to go into it and do the work we're here to do. And I do not care what you call it. Yes. Yes. And, you know, fresh off the back of my recent experience that I've already shared here on the podcast and I know you know the ins and outs of, I, my initial response was, I want to fix the whole coaching industry like that's my that's I was like that sounds very hard (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's like I want to go out there I'm going to transform the whole industry and change everything and um yeah I was I was fired up activated I was in response mode because I was in my own yeah literally (laughs) it was and now with just a tiny dot of distance between then and now, I'm beginning to settle into all I can do, all we can ever do, whether it's the coaching industry, our own lives, our families, our clients, whatever, all we can do is stand for what we believe in and wait for others to walk towards us and continue to stand there when nobody's walking, continue to stand there and continue to stand there until people start to be drawn to that level of consistency because mm-hmm. the trust comes, and this is definitely something I've experienced in my business, is that the more consistent I have become in the shift sessions, the get unstuck sessions, people know now that mm-hmm. that's what's coming. Whereas before, in previous years, I've been like, oh, here's a new program. Let's just launch this. Here's a new thing. Here's a new thing. Whereas mm-hmm. now, because I'm just standing for the thing, it's like I get people all the time inboxing me saying, when's your next intake of whatever it's like oh this is how it works we just Mm -hmm. have to stand and that's all yeah so I'm no longer over here with my like bow and arrow over my shoulder ready to go and defeat all the all the baddies in the coaching world as it were (laughs) you're gonna show up from your values and do your thing and like as you're talking and I've gotten this image a lot lately it's like we are all shoulder to shoulder and we're walking together are you coming Yes, that's it. We're going to keep going. Yes, totally. It's going to be slower. Like I know for certain that I could have made more money last year or this year if I were to go do some bro marketing patriarchal Mm. tactics, like, but I don't want to and it doesn't resonate and I don't like it and I'm not going to do it. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Let's talk about money. Okay. Because <laughs> what do you want to say first before I ask you any questions? If I say, let's talk about money, what comes up? Because I saw you like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, money's fun. When you yeah. have money, you have energy. When you have energy, you have some power. And then it's like, I get to have some impact here. How do I want to mm. spend my money? Yes. Yes. I have such an interesting tapestry of thoughts and beliefs around money as we all do and I know that I'm 
currently or now after a long, long journey in a very secure place around that relationship has mm -hmm. not always been true. And I know that when I am in that secure place that I am creating much more, well, security for everybody else in my world. You know, there's much less like, what's she going to do next <laughs> in my, <laughs> in my energy? <laughs> yeah. Which is You're really not the nice wild card you once were. <laughs> yes, that's exactly on point. And one of the things that I know, and especially with the introduction on of Clubhouse, are you on Clubhouse? I think you are. Nope. Oh, you're not. I thought I saw your name on Clubhouse. Okay. So I'm on Clubhouse. And one of the things I see in Clubhouse is oh, in the beginning, it was so lovely. It was so gorgeous. It was all quiet and everybody was hanging out, having all these lovely conversations. Now they're all there, right? Everybody who wants to fly the flag for the million dollar success mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, tips, dinners, cars, all the things, uh -huh. every name you can imagine. Ask for a secret success tips from billionaires, all this kind of every time I go in and it's just really been a turn off for me. And I know that's not a money block, right? There's a difference. And this is what I want to talk about is like, is it a money block for somebody if the vibe of millions or billions or whatever does not resonate, like is not appealing to them? What do you feel about that? And this whole six figure years and five figure months and all that jazz. I mean, I kind of think about money blocks, like, um, writing blocks. Like, I don't even know mm. if those are a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for me, and I love this because re like just last week I had been reading Rachel Rogers. We should all be millionaires is her branding. Yeah. And my, <laughs> my, I realized that I had finished the sentence this year. We should all be millionaires this year. And I was like, I just don't think oh. I want to be a millionaire. This like, I'm not going for a million this year. Like, I don't know if I resonate with that. That's not <laughs> what she's saying. She's saying we should all be millionaires. So I looked at like, well, what do I want to have set aside for retirement? What's that dollar amount? It's of course over a million to retire. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so we should all be millionaires. This is what <laughs> she's talking about. And it's like, I am good with money. I grew up in the, the land of entrepreneurs, I've been a part of many successful businesses. Like I get money and I think it's hilarious that I had turned her branding into this barrier for myself. But I think you don't have to want anything that anybody else wants. And I, part of, you know, getting unstuck for a lot of people is how do I forget all of the goals and rules that other people that I took on from other people, whether they told me to or not so that I can figure out what is it I actually want. Because, you know, if you're a, a one woman show and you're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, I want you to make enough money to make $250,000 a year. Because what nobody will tell you is that 100K is actually 250K. What you think happens at 100 happens at 250. So keep going, like get your prices there. And then once you're there, like let's mess about with what would be fun. What, what wants to happen in your business? What do you have the energy for? Yes. That, no blocks. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I feel I'm trying to keep this succinct and on point because it's been quite the lengthy conversation that I've been having all over the place in lots of directions. And for me, in my business, I feel very much that I love money. 
I love money. I love having money in my like bank account. I love being able to be generous with money. I love all of the ways we get to give and be and expand because of money. Mm-hmm. And the time I'm loving money the most is when I'm, that's not the goal. Right. So when I'm mm-hmm. in my business and I'm like, okay, what, what do we want? What's the goal? What's the like end result we're after? That it's not a, a monetary goal. And the a money. Then, yes, that's exactly it. It's like this amazing side effect that comes. It's like, well, I get to have this outcome and all the money. Like, that's so cool. It's mm-hmm. so amazing. Yeah. So for me, if it's not the money, in your experience, what is the what is the thing that you move towards where money is the secondary benefit? I usually am trying to sell the third benefits, <laughs> which isn't <laughs> which isn't really great for marketing. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to help people like live in a way that they feel they can stay in their nervous system in their business. So I'm not so freaked out by what I'm going after and trying to create. And for a lot of people, the money freaks them out. So in that case, then I talk numbers of clients versus dollars. Yes. But how can we do it in a way where I can stay who I am in the body that I have? And maybe that means this is a $40,000 a year and next year is an $80,000 a year. Doesn't mean you have to go to six figures this year. Yes. Yes, that's it. Because the cost is real. The burnout is real everything is real and yeah it really is and it doesn't have to be that way you know like I know that for us and I can say this really transparently that moving into this whatever we call this I don't really use the term launch because it doesn't feel like launch it just feels like opening of Mm -hmm. the get unstuck sessions and then going into the shift sessions there's no hustle Right. There's no burnout. Everything's very relaxed. And it has, I will be real to say that it's been the journey to get here. You know, there's been a lot of like crafting assets and pieces and planning and all the rest of it that's had to happen to get there. But now going into our fourth time of doing this, it's like, oh, we just get to like enjoy it. And it's Mm -hmm. so, this is when it's so amazing. And as we get to just enjoy it, it's when the widest level of impact is coming towards us which yeah. is not a coincidence so yeah. and you're at the the greatest place to make it even better because you're able to even periscope up when we're in the creation it's like all the yes. details and I think that's actually a really important point to highlight is I've gone into a lot of programs where I don't feel safe because mm-hmm. they're so disorganized I'm like how can I get into learning or any kind of transformation if if everything's kind of broken and janky. But when I came into your, it's like there's clear people that you connect with if you need to. The Kajabi app is so amazing to use. Like it makes it using the content is so easy. There's no Mm -hmm. barriers around like the organizational side. So you can kind of let your guard down and be in the experience, Mm -hmm. which does not happen everywhere. And I really appreciated that about your program. Oh, thank you for saying that because I will tell you that has not always been my strength. <laughs> I know. It's hard work to be seamless. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah. And I, and it is not credit to me. I will say that. That is all team. That is Mary. That is all the people behind the scenes who do all the incredible things that they do. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, there's a lot of hands on deck to hold up a vision, 
you yep. know, and this is why we we really do believe. I you know, I don't know if when we were told this or when we decided we had to do this, but we do believe we have to do all this on our own. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, well, I'm starting my own business. I'm supposed to do all of myself. I remember <laughs> the first time I hired any help at all that yeah. I felt like such a failure because I couldn't do the thing because I mm. thought that's what we were supposed to do. And it's right. so ridiculous. Optional. Yeah, definitely optional. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually hiring out my first website to be built ever. I know you're the oh. former website girl. I have bootstrapped my online presence forever for 12 oh. years. Yes. I'm so excited to this. not do it. Oh my gosh. And do you know, as the former website girl, my first, here's how's this for, um, whatever we want to call it, like not being in the hustle mode and not having all the things perfect. The first time we did hit that entrepreneurial dream of six figures, my website literally was like a white website with one Instagram selfie that was the size of a postage stamp on it. Nothing else, no fancy photo shoot, no design, no nothing. And we were selling high profile website builds so if we manage to do that, I know that everybody, everybody who has access to the internet can create anything that they want mm-hmm. when they have the right support and the right belief structures in place. And if you were starting over again, what advice would you give to yourself? Well, what that just made me think of is business is relationships. Mm. And that's how we build. And so the more chances you have to go and be in relationship with your kind of people, always do it. Yeah. So what would I have done differently? I don't know. I liked I liked it. I like knowing all the weird things. I like being able to tell my clients now, like, look, 12 years ago with my Dell laptop <laughs> that I wanted to throw out a window before all these tools exist that you have at your fingertips. You know, like it's so easy now. So easy. I tell people this all the time. I'm like, how? And however, I will say so much more noisy now. Yes. So while it was like jankier back then, <laughs> it's it was quieter too. And mm-hmm. so it was a case of showing up, whereas now it's a case of showing up and keeping on showing up, which is- And keep showing up. Yep. Yeah. And really and be really up. clear about, I would probably do this earlier, get really clear on what are my values and, and use them more often. Yes. Let them absolutely. be the guideposts. And how do you use your values now? Like, do you communicate your values outwardly in your business or how does, what's, what's happening there? Um, more so I've been working with Trudy LeBron on the mm-hmm. diversity, equity, inclusion in her mastermind So definitely more outwardly. I mean, I have them on a sticky note on my desktop right now. And for me, it's like, if I go and scroll my own social media, can I feel it? And if Mm. I think about the way that I'm launching is, are they true there? And if I think Mm. about how I show up for my clients, like one of my kind of brand attribute values is high touch. So like I just Mm. sent every client ever a valentine because that's my birthday and it's valentine so it's like how do these things how do we show up and be who we say we are to ourselves first and then run other people's goals for us other people's ideas for us through that filter next Mm. and don't take anything that doesn't fit yeah i would if i could have done that from the start what would that have been like yeah that's what i i wonder this all the time i'm like yeah oh if i'd have had the level of self-belief when I started that I have now, 
Mm-hmm. Wow, that would be an interesting projection to play with. I might do that when I'm falling to sleep tonight. <laughs> if, you, if you've always been inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. which obviously we have. So it's mm-hmm. so cool. I, this is the kind of piece where this conversation can keep going and my head might just be like, Whoosh, I can't <laughs> contain it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And so are you joining us for the Get Unstuck sessions when we do it next week? Of course. I mean, <laughs> I I did uh, a couple of the recordings this morning. Did you? I never really stopped. I'm just going to pick right back up where I, I left love off. it. Yeah. Oh. I love it. I love it so much. I am so glad that you came back that second time because it has been an absolute joy just kind of having a seat in the back of everything that you have been doing in that short time that I have been connected with you. And I can't wait to see your new branding when we get off here. Is it live now? It's on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go and have a look. And so on that note, if um, people want to go and find you, how can they best connect with you? Uh, I have a weird name. So I'm at Karen Gillen everywhere. <laughs> you can cool. find me. Yeah. And yes. since I've been and around for so many years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we will type it in on the on the show notes so that people can go and click. I love it. And so is there anything, any like final notes that you or anything you want to touch on that we haven't covered yet as a final final piece? Um, I think just the self-trust piece for anybody on the edge, because I mean, what I've noticed in my business is when someone has the thought, I think Karen might be the coach for me. Mm. Like if you're thinking like, I think the shift sessions might be the thing, like just trust that you're right. Like let it be right. Let it be easy this time. Yeah. 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 I love that. The self-trust is everything as trust is my guiding light. And I feel like a lot of our experiences challenge that you know they 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 allow you to think oh it's not safe for me to trust myself and mm-hmm. so what i definitely like to create as often as possible is the opportunity for you to prove and gather more evidence that when you trust yourself it pays off and mm-hmm. so that's my that's my vision for anything we're doing it's like will the end result whether they come or whether we part ways or whatever it is will they end up trusting themselves more as a result and yeah, so thank you for bringing that in. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. <sighs> thank you. Thank you so, so much for making time in your day to have this conversation. Yeah, and fun. yeah, we'll link everything up for you in the show notes and I will see you on the, in all the places. <laughs> all right. I'll be there. <laughs> Thanks for having thank me. Thank you so much. Wasn't that just so soothing? Doesn't Karen just have the most like, Ah, I feel everything's just going to be fine energy about her. I loved it so much. So a quick reminder from me before we wrap up this episode, the Get Unstuck sessions starts on Monday. If you're listening live, that is. If you're listening later down the line, another round will be coming soon. And if you go to this address, you can put your name in for the wait list and we'll notify you first when it's ready to go. But for this round, we are starting on Monday. So head to www.thegetunstucksessions.com and I will see you inside on Monday. 
I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.